Hi guys, on this week's episode of 100 Things, we'll be going beak to beak with Haygarth, Staunton, Spall, Horrocks, Ferguson, Daniels, Sawala and Gibson. Yep, tonight we're looking at the year 2000's Chicken Run. Hello everybody and welcome to 100 Things We've Learned From Film. Uh, I'm Mark and I love pies. (laughs) And I'm John, I love chicken. And today we've not on our own. We're not on our own, John. Isn't that nice? Another special guest. We've allowed somebody into the sanctum, into the film information superhighway that is our podcast. We've got a writer, a YouTuber, a published author, a creator of audio books, and a fox warrior. We've got Haley from Fox's Thistle. Hi, Haley. How are you? Hi. Thanks for having me on. I'm fine. Thank you. <laughs> good. Good. So, um, as as you as you guys know, uh, point of this podcast is to try and learn 100 things from the subject film. So, John, Haley, and I have made a list of no more than 40 things i can assure you some of our lists are many few uh, no more than 40 things we've learned from the particular film and collectively we're going to try and hit that 100 Haley, your choice of film this week uh, what have you bought for us and what is your relationship to the film well i thought chicken run would be quite a good film to talk about mainly because it's one of my all-time favorite films just through like all the intricacy and things that go into it. I just thought it was a pretty good film to kind of talk about. <laughs> seen it a couple of times, have you? Oh, I've seen it a lot of times, yeah. <laughs> good. John, what about you? Have you seen it before now? Yeah, no, I've seen it before, yep. I've seen it uh, a few times. Uh, to be honest, I'm a big Wallace and Gromit fan, so I love anything he does, to be honest. Our Nick, our national treasure. Nick Park, that is not Nasty Nick yeah. from uh, EastEnders. <laughs> Nasty Nick from uh, Big Brother Series 1. Yeah, that guy's well. Yeah, um, <laughs> yeah good film. Good film. Yeah. Cracking film, Gromit. Uh, Nick Park, that's that guy, isn't it? Does Wallace and Gromit 2. Um, what about the films that came out this year? What year was it? 2000? Yeah, we're looking at 2000. So we've got a few humdingers, and I know you're going to love these. So one of the ones that you like to meditate to and then sort of absorb yourself in is uh, Requiem of a Dream. Oh, I was thinking about this the other day. That's bad. Um, Hayley, have you seen Requiem for a Dream? I haven't, no. (laughs) We we, we like you, so we're not going to recommend you watch it. It is a very, very very good film. It's It's an exceptionally good film. But yeah, Darren Aronofsky, isn't it? But it is brutal. Oh, it's about drug addiction and the different types of drug addiction. Yeah. Uh, Why didn't Marlon Wayans go on to be in more serious stuff? Yeah, it was he great, but and it's ruined. It's ruined labyrinths for me. Where uh, Jennifer Connelly? <laughs> oh, 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 ass to ass! <laughs> oh, yes. no. uh, oh, oh, I'd forgotten about that bit, John. Actually, <laughs> I bet you did. Is that Keith David? Is that that bit's Keith David, isn't it? You know, from um, the thing and yes, that was indeed. Uh, yeah. They live. Yeah. Put on the glasses and go ass to ass. <laughs> bad. Um, yeah. A couple of other ones you've got is The Grinch with Jim Carrey. I know you love that. No, uh, I don't. The Gladi- <laughs> Gladiator. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Is that held up? That's, 
Glad he has held up. Yeah, I watched it. No, it's good. Uh, Coyote Ugly and Road Trip with Stifler. <laughs> Road Trip was funny. Tom Green? Yeah, so Drew Barrymore's ex-husband. Yeah, for like 10 minutes, I think. Eh? Yeah, it really was. Yeah, there's a few other things in there, like Dinosaur and Little Nicky and stuff like that, but nothing really jumps out, nothing. Uh, Hayley, you and I were talking about Dinosaur a while back, weren't we? We were, yes. I actually <laughs> forgot it existed. Yeah, so <laughs> would I, until we started talking about mid, um, kind of mid-90s to, to early 2000s Disney films. We, we we have the resident uh, or, or non-resident animation expert here in Hayley. So, wow, right. So, not a kind of banner year, really, for film. Certainly not from the ones that you've mentioned there. No. Um, no. Shall, shall we? Shall we get into it? Shall we get into let's, this one? Let's do this. Smashing. Okay. It's a prison escape film, isn't it? This. Yeah. It, it, it's the Great Escape. It's based on a chicken farm somewhere in in the north of England. Um, the best voice for me is Mr. Tweedy. Mr. Tweedy's the 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 best voice in the whole thing. You two are going to disagree because you're going to say that it's Mac. I know you both are. <laughs> it's Mac, Scottish person. Down right now, it's Mac. <laughs> <laughs> but I love Mr. Tweedy. Them chickens is up to something. Uh, I think he's great. So yeah, Mr. and Mrs. Tweedy have got a chicken farm, and and, and it opens up with um, some chickens trying to escape um, in under cover of night. You, you don't really realise it's chickens at first. Yeah. It's kind of like just an escape film, isn't it? Yeah, because it's basically um, um, the family's dog walking around, which basically just a concentration camp. So it does look like the Great Escape. Yeah, it's a proper like POW camp, isn't it? Yeah. Um, the sheds, or in this case, they're, they're coops, aren't they? Which I, which I thought was quite interesting. There's, there's a few bits that, that are references to, to other films. Um, the chickens are going under the fence, and they can't make it, digging with a spoon, which I thought was quite yeah. cool. Uh, one of the chickens gets gets stuck. Uh, hens? It's called Chicken Run, but they're hens, right? They're hens, yeah. yeah. The Scottish one keeps calling everybody hens. I need to know about chickens hens. and hens, because I didn't do any looking into this. Oh, she does hen. Oh, let's see, hen. Um... So they, they retreat. The main chicken in this, the main hen in this, uh, which is uh, Ginger, and that's Julia Swahala. Swala. Swali. Julia Wee Swali. Julia Swahala, and she is being chased by the dogs. She tries to fight them off with a gnome, which I was I pretty good. Yeah, I liked that. And Mrs. Mrs. Tweedy comes along and, and grabs her up. Um, Farmer Tweedy grabs her and puts her in a, a coal bunker. She's yeah, in a bunker, which mm-hmm. is uh, which is a reference, which is, is going to be my my thing. I learnt number one. Uh, that's a reference to uh, the um, the Great Escape. Yes, Steve McQueen won it. Yeah, um, where they put him in the cooler. He was known as the Cooler King, and and she is a funny mix of. Um, Attenborough and uh, Steve McQueen kind of character. There's there's no direct kind of characters in it, but she's a funny mix of that in different scenes. And later on, we we meet somebody else. Yeah, yeah. And I did think when I saw the coal bunker, you, you know me, I get misty eyed when I think about coal. John, I bet your dad filled many of them in his time. Oh, yeah. a coal delivery. Oh, my dad filled many a bunker. It wasn't me yeah. being sexual. Realise that. <laughs> it sounds that Haley, but it's not. my dad was a coalman and he used to fill bunkers every day. All right. 
my my stepdad uh, used to play off twenty one at the golf. He was constantly filling the bunker uh, with his shots. <laughs> uh, <laughs> well done. Um, I, I liked Mr. Tweedy. Let that be a lesson to you, chickens. <laughs> <laughs> and then we're hit with the title card, uh, which I love. Just a kind of smash cut title, you know, smash cut title card. Uh, chicken run. That's um, it. Yeah. yeah. So the second thing I got from this was she's been in there for 15 days. Um, whether she's been in there 15 days now, or she's been in there for 15 days in total, because there were uh, there were three kind of five bar um, yeah. gates on there for a, yeah, a like the just amount of attempts. I think that's what it looked like. Oh right, okay. That's what I got from it because she's seen about three or four times she was trying in different variations of trying to escape. But uh, to me, I, I took that as how many times she's been thrown in there. But I could be wrong. No, Maybe we should that. ask a resident. <laughs> a resident. <laughs> yeah, how, how, go on. You, you, you're the you're the deciding vote here, H. How did you get it? Yeah, I think I kind of agree with John. I think it's the amount of time she's kind of been thrown in there. <laughs> I won. Plenty. <laughs> you, of course you do. So, uh, they try in various escapes uh, with with three or four of them under a trough. <laughs> They're kind of running under a trough, but they, they can't see. Uh, they end up running. Uh, hit the thing and then kind of falling upside down, but they're stuck in the trough. So you see these little chicken feet uh, kind of kicking. There's the tunneling um, yeah. on a on, on kind of like a, a little cart with the rope. Um, she's got Charles Bronson It was Charles Bronson. Charles Bronson digs with a uh, digs with a spoon. He's digging holes. No Madonna in this one though. At all, oh. thankfully, uh, and then the, she uses a whisk, a little hand whisk, to drill up through the. I've seen that? Yeah, was good. good. <laughs> really smart, right in front of, um, right in front of the farmer. They get caught up, don't they, or they get rounded up by the old cockerel but, after that to uh, count well, the eggs. There's one more before that, and it was my favourite. Um, that they're, they're in a dress. They're dressed as Mrs. Tweed. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> Just thinking about it, um, and it's kind of like three three kids in an overcoat trying to sneak into the cinema. Um, <laughs> they're, they're in this dress, and they've got like a bucket for a head and brooms for arms and legs. So they do. So they do. <laughs> <laughs> the dress gets caught, and uh, yeah. Absolutely excellent stuff. I think that scene is just the expression on the dog's faces as well when they're like, what's going on? (laughs) (laughs) It smell like a human. Um, So she gets hoyed back in the the coal bunker and she's throwing the tennis ball, which is another uh, another Steve McQueen uh, Great Escape reference. Yeah. Um, That's the only reason I have uh, a... um, uh, a, a catcher's mitt and a, and a ball um, is for uh, Steve McQueen in The Great Escape. Very little interest in uh, in baseball. Um, I was going to say that. It's a bit of a weird thing. Maybe a baseball bat and a baseball, but not a Yeah, yeah. No, I, I always wanted to, to go and play catch with my dad, um, but he preferred cricket. So, you know, it is what it is. Um, you're right. The old rooster comes along now. Fowler, he's called. Um Hayley, you pointed something out to me on, 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 on chat recently. There's going to be a second movie, isn't there? And, and all the cast could come back, but they're not coming back. Yes, yeah, so it was announced in 2018, I think it was, that there was going to be a sequel. But apparently the majority of the cast sound too old now to come back and voice the original characters. So apparently they're just going to recast everybody. 
Well, except for Fowler, because um, yeah, Fowler and the Benjamin voice of Mr. Post. Tweedy, yeah, they've oh, is Mr. They've Tweedy died now? now? Yeah, so uh-huh. oh, he's making pies in heaven now. Oh, <laughs> he's getting okay. suspicious, suspicious of chickens in heaven. guys. If you believe in heaven, that is. Um, so, um, but uh, but I'd put. So, why is there an old rooster in there with them? Like, I, I didn't get it. And I got two facts from this when I looked it up. Roosters break up fights between hens. Did anybody have that? Did anybody know? No. Yeah, you see. If you put a rooster in with hens, it, it breaks up a fight between them. And generally, they protect them from predators. Man. Yeah. So, so they're a bit more, roosters are a bit more vicious and will protect them from predators. Get your facts in there. Well done. Mm, absolutely. Um, so he, he lines them up for egg counting. You're absolutely right. Uh, they get counted daily. Um, I noticed on the uh, on the barns or the coops as they are, they all had numbers, and, yeah. and the main one throughout the film was number 17. Did anybody know anything about number 17 and what that was a reference to? Uh, was it no one of the concentration camp? Yeah, Stalag 17 is a film about uh, prisoner of war camps starring Peter Graves from Airplane John, uh, Clarence Over. All right, Over. That old Peter. Uh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Not like Peter Graves. Like <laughs> <laughs> Not Peter Graves. But uh, he's, uh, of course, his character. Um, mm. Have you ever seen a film about chickens trying to escape a POW camp? <laughs> <laughs> or barbarian. yeah absolutely um so a couple of facts there or a couple of of of, of noted things there um so they counted daily edwina's not been laying (laughs) and she gets carried away she gets taken away uh and is it correct me if i'm wrong is it bunty is is that the one that jane horrocks plays no, it's uh, oh, I can't remember her name now. Stanton plays Bunty. Yeah, the oh, same lady yeah, that plays what's her name um, in Harry Potter. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> oh, with Jane Horrocks is um, pearls. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> she's Babs. Oh, Babs! I love Babs. Babs. Oh, is she half on holiday? <laughs> <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> <laughs> my, uh, my, my Mancunian accent's as good as my uh, farm, York farmer accent, I'm afraid to say. Uh, yeah, Did, anybody get any facts? Did anybody get any facts about that character? I'd, I got a no. few, yeah. Go for it. Um, the knitting that she always does, it was actually genuine wool knitted with toothpicks. <laughs> I thought right. that was quite interesting because it's what? quite a unique kind of intricate thing that they added. <laughs> cool. Um, John, yeah, I think- uh, the only one I got was on Edwina. Apparently, she was named after Edwina Curry because, oh, of course, um, she was because of the uh, egg-related crisis she was involved in back in those days. Yeah, Edwina Curry's back in the news, by the way. The last few weeks, I don't know if you've seen. She somebody tweeted something about how how, um, how about gay penetrative sex is is against against God or something. And she just replied to this, this guy on Twitter saying, why don't you try it sometime, Dave or something? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, try it, you might like it, Dave. I mean, that's Edwina Curry. I mean, what oh, an crazy. absolute, wow, what a, what a, what a day, you know, I'm not a biggest fan, but that was, oh, that was wow, chef's kiss, you know? <laughs> um, 
Super. Anything more about characters while we're doing a bit of a rundown? Um, no, no, I'm good. I'll okay. You. I've got one there. Lovely. Good stuff. Um, Ginger's now working. Uh, oh, she, she gets you cooked. You see the silhouette of Rowena? Rowena. You that's do, quite, that's you quite do yeah. You see the silhouette um, of them lifting the chopper. I, I or thought the, uh, well. <laughs> For a kid's film, I absolutely thought so. Um, Shadow of the Axe and the sound, it, it just, I was like, oh, I was kind of taken aback. Um, yeah. So they have, a, they have a secret meeting because it's it, it's likely to be a problem. But they've all got balaclavas on. Which I, I've like, no, I noticed that after there's woolly hats. I was like, why are they all wearing woolly hats? <laughs> <laughs> no, they'd, they'd all got balaclavas on. And my, 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 I think my favourite, one of them had got like a pom-pom on it. <laughs> yeah. Bouncy's work, of course. <clears throat> Is that when we meet the rats? We do, yeah. Uh, Timothy Spall, br- brilliant, brilliant actor. Um, and Phil, what's his name? Ah, Paul Daniels. Paul Daniels? Paul Daniels. Paul Daniels. <laughs> right, okay. Fair enough. Oh, yeah, Bill Boy. Yeah, fantastic. And EastEnders, apparently. Is it EastEnders these days? Yeah, that's what it is. Um, and they say, oh, we want you to help us out. And he says, you call this pay? It's chicken feed. It literally is. <laughs> it really was. <laughs> they're, they're, they're organizing a plan they're getting something to, to to get them out of there the plan is to go over the fence we've tried to go under let's go over the fence um, yeah. it's something that, that none of them can do Mrs. Tweedy is doing yeah. some counting some money and she's and like the scene where they, they've just ate the chicken so it shows the chicken bones oh yeah <laughs> that, that, was, that was pretty, pretty yeah, good pretty uh, that looked like that actually looked quite tasty and, and, and we had chicken the night we watched this so I was kind of like I could smell the chicken cooking at the same time <laughs> uh, which is pretty good interactive uh, yeah oh yeah totally yeah yeah Scr- scratch and smell vision uh, <laughs> Which you don't want uh, with um, Requiem for a Dream, certainly not the last scene. (laughs) Um, uh, She says, 4P and Apney. What year is this meant to be? Like, what year is it meant to be? It's 4P and Apney. So I would assume, because the Apney went out, I believe, in 81, 82, uh, which was half a penny only for uh, for for you and younger listeners and and, and foreign listeners <laughs> and, and, um, <laughs> yeah. uh, and John. <laughs> um, Thank you, mate. Thank is you. it meant to be? So it must be kind of pre. It must be the seventies or, or earlier. Um, and she 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 says, "I'm tired of making minuscule profits." And she looks to her left, and there's this pamphlet, and it just says, "Tired of making minuscule profits." <laughs> 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 and Rachel said, that's very on the nose. <laughs> yeah, a little bit. Um, and then as she picks it up, it says, turn your chicken farm into a gold mine. Again, extremely, extremely specific mail that, you know, did that did that come in the yeah. did that come in the copy of the copy of the Daily Express? Probably. Meanwhile, Mr. Tweedy's looking out the window. Those chickens are up to summit, uh, which is yeah. has been my favourite line all week. Uh, it's up, funny you can't get that in at work when you're an auctioneer. It doesn't really work. <laughs> but yeah, he's watching them, isn't he? He can see them. They're formulating um, a plan. That's what he's saying. Yeah. Formulating a plan. <laughs> um, what was the plan? I, I thought the plan was great. Did you guys pick up on the plan? The plan for the chickens. Yeah, it was get over the fence. But do you, do you know what the, the plan was, the original plan for them to use? Get under the fence. <laughs> Well, no, it was some sort of catapult. Oh, yeah, with the turnip. <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. How, um, 
how old was that turnip? <laughs> because, <laughs> because it just splatters, doesn't it? Mm, yeah. Yeah. It looked like it had been hit by a ninja bullet. <laughs> yeah, it did. Um, so Ginger's trying to sell them the, the dream of of grass. You know, wouldn't you like some, you know, wouldn't you like to be able to, to walk on grass and to be able to, to you know, and, and, and the chickens are all asking quite sensible questions actually but who will feed us and where will we sleep and you know you can sleep in the trees you can sleep anywhere you want and you know she's basically selling the dream as she, they're not getting it they're not going for it and as she leaves um she sees a flying rooster in kind of slow motion <laughs> which i thought was really good uh did you catch what he shouts you two surely before that though yeah. the, there was a bit where she was having a discussion with him and she says do you just like being plucked and eaten is this acceptable? And Bab says something like, uh, it's a living. <laughs> that was really funny. It's a living. <laughs> that's um, that's, that's got to be a reference to old um, Flintstones cartoons, hasn't it? You know, when like there was the, the, the bird was like, they, they put the washing in. Oh, the yeah, yeah. Out. It's a living. And, yeah. and, and with the thing, it's a living. Wah, wah. <laughs> I always like those. Um yeah, so he screams freedom. Freedom, yeah, got that straight away. Um, thoughts on them? Um, thoughts on Braveheart, friends? Do we like it? Do we not like it? So uh, I'll be honest, with you, I really like the music in it, and I know it's it's factually inaccurate in all senses of the word. But I, I still, it's to be honest, it's, the Highlanders are exactly the same. I just love it. I love it in Scottish because. So, but they well, I was going to say the accent, but his isn't the best. But I just like the music and the country. I just love it with Scotland in it. But uh, yeah, I, I don't take it too seriously. I've met James Cosmo a couple of times. I quite like him. Got a yeah, he's got a, yeah, got a yeah, photo yeah, of me yeah. with the big man. Uh, Haley, big fan of uh, of of his work as a as a as a as a Scotsman. As the uh... well, uh, okay. I've watched Braveheart a couple of times, but it's not something that I'm like, oh, I'll just go and watch Braveheart. It's just if it's on, I'll watch it, but it, I don't go out my way to watch it. <laughs> okay, uh, fair enough. Yeah, I think I've seen it a couple of times. I rewatch it every time I see the Conservatives get back into power. <laughs> <laughs> and then you realise your lack of freedom. Yeah. Oh, that'll all get much better. Yeah, probably, yeah. yeah She's got your... We'll be your, away before then. We'll be away. We'll, we'll away before then. <laughs> you will have... I actually had a couple of facts about um, Rocky's voice. No, about... No, no. <laughs> um, Rocky was almost voiced by Eddie Murphy, Kurt Russell, Adam Sandler and Jack Black before they originally settled on Mel Gibson. Wow. Oh. <laughs> Who would you rather have? Because if it was Dreamcasting, you could pick any of those. Well, I also had David Arquette and Ethan Hawke, but I don't know what one's worst. Who would you pick out of those? See, now that I've seen it, though, I can't imagine it being anyone else apart from Mel Gibson. Oh, I can imagine Jack Black every day of the week. I'm sure Jack Black would be excellent. (laughs) Um, And Eddie Murphy, he's like a DreamWorks stalwart now, isn't he? This is just a talking donkey, really, isn't he? Yeah, yeah. (laughs) Arguably, he has been for about 20 years. (laughs) Um, Ginger was nearly uh, voiced by Drew Barrymore and Winona Ryder as well. What? Say what? While we're on about production information, um, we missed uh, a couple of things at the beginning. This is the fourth DreamWorks movie. 
this is the fourth DreamWorks movie uh, that was that was produced. You know, like the the animated DreamWorks films. Um, the fifth one was the first. Uh, well, in fact, I'll come to that. Um, it's the highest scoring on Rotten Tomatoes with ninety seven percent until How to Train Your Dragon came out, which I think must have been maybe twelve years later, something like that. Uh, Eleven years later, um, which is ninety nine percent on Rotten Tomatoes. So the highest scoring DreamWorks movie at ninety seven until that came out, and I think I prefer this over How to Train Dragon. I d- didn't hate How to Train Dragon; it was quite sweet. Um, final thing, kind of a roundabout production. It wasn't nominated for an Oscar, but everybody thought it was going to be nominated for an Oscar. Which well, when I read that, it brought yeah, back something to me, and I was like, "Ah, oh, there was outrage." I remember, but but there wasn't a category for it. So the next year they actually introduced one and Shrek won it. So and, I looked that and, up as well. And that my, and that's my fact. So we we get one fact for that, even though both of us had it. Um, yeah, so they created it. Mm-hmm. And do you know what won it? Classic. Um, Shrek. Oh, no. Shrek. Oh, Shrek won that, yeah. On the Shrek. 2000s one, it was Gladiator that beat Chicken Run, wasn't it? Oh, <laughs> that's a good one. Um, yeah, uh, Chicken, Run, Chicken Run wasn't even nominated. Russell Crowe, however, was. He doesn't oh. sing in that film, which makes and it... Production-wise, they used four tons of plasticine as well. Um, how much? Uh, four Chuck? tons of plasticine. How much did you say? Four tons four of tons. plasticine, which is roughly what I weigh. Um, great. Okay. <laughs> um, right. Where were we in the story? Oh, God. I know we're talking about, we're talking about bloody production. Too excited about oh, plasticine. We, um, we got to the Braveheart reference. <laughs> He falls to earth via the, the weather vane and tells them he is Rocket, the flying rooster. Um, he wakes up with a sprained wing uh, and they say, oh, where are you from? And he says, America. And they go, oh, America. <laughs> like it's... No, did it um, the land of the brave? The home of the brave? Oh, does he? And, uh, he says, and Babs goes, Scotland? <laughs> 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 um, he says I'm the lone free ranger and this is where you can teach us to fly and he says well I I, I can't teach you to fly um, I'm going to go doesn't he um, and he says yeah. he's, he's, he's wandering off now yeah what I got on here was uh, the free ranger bit so um, this is around this is very boring stuff but you know me it's not about rats just gestation periods, but it's not far off. Um, the free-range UK standard, known as the Lion Standard, uh, means that you can have a maximum flock of 16,000 uh, hens per house. It's fact number one. Uh, and that um, you can have a maximum nine hens per square metre, and they have to have outdoor shading for a minimum and, and be allowed out for a minimum of eight hours a day to be classed as free range. There you go. So if you had any of those things about eggs, uh, they need a minimum of eight hours a day outside or to be allowed outside in a shade in a shaded area. It, there has to be some shading because otherwise they might cark it in the hot Scottish summers. Yeah. <laughs> um, and egg layers aren't eaten in the UK. You don't tend to eat them in the UK because they're quite gamey. They do use them for stock and for kind of sub- substandard food, i.e., I think, sending to America, probably, you would think, wouldn't you? Uh, chlorinating, that yeah. kind of thing. Yeah. 
Um, sorry, American listeners, but chlorinated chicken's minging. Uh, <laughs> get a farm. Get a farm. We will not be eating it. Um, any other facts about uh, free range or information that you learnt from uh, from egg laying types? Yes. Well, I've got a couple of things here. Hens can lay up to three hundred eggs a year, but the record was three hundred and seventy-one. Wow, two for the price of one. 371 uh, <laughs> eggs. 371 eggs was the record. Um, this is the one that weirded me out. The core of a chicken's eggs depends on the core of its earlobes. Did you know that? What? Oh, you know it? Depending on the colour of the earlobes depends on the colour of the egg. Oh, man. Mind blown. And if the white of the egg is cloudy, it means it's fresh. Oh. Egg stuff. Hayley, any boring facts about uh, egg layers? I literally got one chicken fact out of all of these and my mum actually phoned me last night and she's like, oh, have you learnt anything? I says, well, chickens can't pee. <laughs> what? <laughs> what? That was literally all I got, chicken wire. <laughs> Can you elaborate on this? Yeah, you need not, to. Not really. That was all I really wrote down, that chickens can't pee. Well, and that's literally all my notes. Yeah. Uh, and apparently they've got three sets of eyelids. Oh. Is is that like that bit in Men in Black and he blinked with two sets of yeah. eyelids? Yeah. Top bottom and then one coming in for the side. So yeah, I think it's yeah. Fact. When you when you uh, when you you're pissed off at someone, you give them the wee sidey ways kind of. Aye. <laughs> you give them the. <laughs> uh, he gave me the wee sidey ways blink. <laughs> yeah. Oh, um. He decides to leave, doesn't he, old Rocky? Uh, he's he's going and he's singing. Um, a song he's singing, The Wanderer, as the circus truck arrives. You know me, John. I love a song in a film. Well, you love a song. I love a product in a film. Mm-hmm. Uh, the Wanderer was a song in 1961, sung by Dion, not Dublin, uh, ex-Coventry uh, City footballer, um, covered in 1982 by Status Quo. And it was in the advert, and you'll remember this, for Fallout 4. All right. At the, when the advert was on, it was in the advert of Fallout 4, but it didn't make it into the game because Dion sued them for unlawful use because he wasn't happy that it was uh, what what the game's based on. So for those at home that don't know, Fallout 4 is a, a shooter um, which is based around uh, post-apocalyptic. Uh, Fallout 4 is Boston, isn't it? Um, so, yeah, ship it out to Boston. Yeah, so that's uh, that's my information about that particular song. Cool, cool. But then he sees a circus van, doesn't Fantastic. he? Fantastic. Um, he does, and he shits it, doesn't he? Uh, he doesn't want to go back to the circus uh, because Danny DeVito's there with all the people mm-hmm. uh, in both Dumbo <laughs> and Batman Returns. Batman Returns. Um, so he agrees to teach them to fly if they will keep him hidden. Yes. Um, he's, he, he, but he, they, they put him they put him up with uh, the old boy, don't they? Fowler uh, and his uh, yeah. Union Jack. Well, Sleeping under a Union Jack. What a Brexit bastard, eh? <laughs> <laughs> That's it. Uh, protecting his sovereignty until he gets ground up for uh, stock. 
Yeah, good. <laughs> Enjoy that. Enjoy yeah. living on fish for the rest of your life. Did you see what was beside the bed, though? No, I did not. So beside the bed is a matchbox, and it's the, a matchbox that are the, it's the swan matches, but instead they've just put um, hen hen matches. <laughs> so it's literally the exact same box. <laughs> there's a mention that there's, there's matches um, later on, which I will I will hopefully pretty sure I made a note somewhere um, about the matches that come up a little bit later on. Um, so it's the next day. Um, they're doing their exercises. Uh, they're doing all sorts. Of, they're doing like cycling, um, like running. I was exhausted just watching. Yeah. The, uh, any exercise for some time. <laughs> uh, I liked the Kung Fu exercises. Mr. Tweedy sees them kind of doing like the, the Kung Fu moves. Mrs. Tweedy looks and they aren't. And it's it's brilliant. She hits him on the head. So he gets a lot of hits. And I think that might be what it is. Maybe maybe because he's had so many hits on the head, he's imagining seeing it. <laughs> um, We've all been hitting the head then. Yeah, <laughs> we all saw it. <laughs> um, I've made a note here and, and you two could maybe help me because I can't remember what it is. Um, it, it, it must have been raining at some point because Max says, it's raining, hen. <laughs> I've seen that. Yeah, it's raining it's related to, but obviously it's it's the song, isn't it? It's raining men. Yeah. By the way. <laughs> uh, Hayley, any idea what that was? Why? Why I made a note of that? It's just I don't know. <laughs> was it not one of the rats that said that? No. Yeah, oh, because yeah, the hens that 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 they they're being shot, and he says, "Oh, it's raining hen," because they've got their feet up, haven't they? <laughs> it's yeah. poultry in motion. Yeah, <laughs> eating a jammy dodger and a custard cream. <laughs> Yeah, he's eating custard creams, uh, which I uh, I can tell you a couple of facts about custard creams. Now, for our overseas listeners, and I know we've got listeners in Australia, we've got listeners uh, in East Asia, uh, we've got loads of listeners in North America, Canada, and and, and the States. I'm sorry what I said about the chicken, folks. Um, but um, a, a custard cream is is a get get yourself down the local. British food shop and go and buy a, a, a packet of custard creams. They're cookies um, that have like a kind of a vanilla-y buttercream inside, would you call it? Yeah. Between two bits of, of biscuits. Um, custard creams are actually made where I live. McVitie's make custard creams or cars. Um, I can actually see, I'm looking at the window of our spare room, and I can actually see the top of their factory from where I am. Every 24 hours... Cars of Carlisle produce over six and a half million custard cream biscuits. Wow. That's astonishing. That's a lot eating. I mean, I... Well, yeah. <laughs> I, um, yeah, I, 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 maybe roughly about a day's worth of eating for me. Um, yeah, which I thought was, uh, was, was, was quite interesting. Uh, but yeah, it's one of those things that you, you see around Carlisle on tea towels and, and you know, in, in frames and things. We're, we're very proud of our custard creams and our castle that one week is Scottish and the next week is English and one week is Scottish and the next week <laughs> you just can't decide. Um, cannot decide. Yeah. Um, and the matches were England's Glory, which are the which are those and Bryant and May are the two kind of brands of matches I remember growing up. You'd go and you'd spend seven p at the shop and buy a box of matches, um, and you'd light one and you'd drop it in the other box, and it was a cheap firework. 
Oh, yeah. Yeah, we've done that. It was tough growing up in Yorkshire. (laughs) (laughs) Tough times. It it were hard in Bradford. Uh, (laughs) Yeah. Um, So, yes, Americans, get some custard creams. Uh, Don't play with matches. Remember, this is a public service broadcast. Uh, And we say, children, do not play with matches. Get your mum and dad to play with matches for you instead. So the truck arrives. It says poultry products. Uh, Tweedy's convincing himself it's in his head. Some sort of Death Wish-style descent into madness. Mm-hmm. Blamo. Um, <laughs> uh, he's, he's, they're putting together a machine, and she gives him a deadline. Oh, they, uh, Ginger, sorry, gives Rocky a deadline of tomorrow. Yeah, to go over the fence. Yeah, and they decide there's one thing. One thing is, is, the, is the thing that's stopping them from getting over. One word, thrust. Oh, thrust, that thrust. <laughs> yeah. Um, Rocky, Rocky speaks to the rats and he says, I'll trade you all of the eggs that I lay for a week for these. <laughs> <laughs> Jokes on them. Roosters oh. don't lay eggs. Um, so oh they use the, the Americans would call them suspenders. Yeah. Bitches. Braces, aren't they? Yeah. Bitches. Braces. Bitches. Okay. They're bitches too. <laughs> I always thought that was the undercrackers. <laughs> Who knows? Um, tell us, people. Tell us what you think it is. Um, uh, they get given double food rations. Um, oh, they're getting measured because they get measured, don't they, for how big they are. Yeah. Um, yeah. And uh, Jane Horrocks's character says, my life flashed before my eyes. It was really it was, boring. It was really boring. <laughs> I like that much. Um, and, then, uh, and then they get extra rations. Um, Babs is knitting a noose. It's really grim. <laughs> really, really grim. It really um, is. <laughs> they get a radio, uh, so it's kind of like a real, you know, kind of kind of escape thing. Now they get a radio, which is playing the theme tune to the Archers. Yeah, I noticed that. Uh, which is um, radio's longest run- running serial. There you go. There's a fact for you. Radio's longest running serial is the Archers. You ever listen to it? Uh, only when I'm driving and there's nothing else on. People put it on. People put it on. No, oh, they used to put it on pre two thousand fifteen. All right, okay, nice one. Um, yeah, Hayley, you're from farming stock, aren't you? you ever I am. The archers? No, I haven't. I have to say, no. <laughs> They'd probably be very yeah. disappointed in me. <laughs> no, I think it's because they're all posh. They're all posh southerners, aren't they? Uh, six, six toes, that kind of thing. Um, yeah. Um, so the rats bring that. Um, they're dancing to flip, flop, and fly. Um, which is a which is a which is a song by all accounts. Uh, I think it was written for this, uh, but it was very kind of American GI and the local girls kind of dance hall stuff, wasn't it? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, oh, turns out Rocky's wing is fixed, but so yeah. is the pie machine. Uh, and uh, and Mrs. T says, "Chickens go in, pies come out." Oh man, I've got to get one of them. <laughs> <laughs> You'd love that, wouldn't you? Yeah, oh, I absolutely would. Um, and I, I did think at this point very much a uh, 
uh, in an in an Emperor Palpatine voice. Oh, I'm sorry. By the time you can fly, the pie machine will be quite operational. <laughs> um, yeah, I, I I couldn't help myself. Everything is uh, everything is 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 uh, is the Emperor, except for that last. God, that last Star Wars movie. Let's lose some listeners by me saying how much I hated that last Star Wars movie. But I did kind of love it because it had Lando Calrissian in it. <laughs> um, so they snatch Ginger and Rocky decides to go and save her. There's barrels of gravy, which yes. got, got me a little bit excited. I don't know about anybody else, but oh, barrels of gravy. A little bit gravy. Little oh, gravy. I love gravy. <laughs> That's another um, Babs um, quote, isn't it, from that movie? It's like, I don't want to be a pie. I don't like gravy. <laughs> I mean, who doesn't like gravy? <laughs> Check-ins, obviously. Get in the fucking pie machine. That's what I say. Gravy. Um, um, so it, it, it's it's kind of like a... It's like like a mousetrap kind of... Yeah, mashing <laughs> machine and bacon. Yeah, it's, it's yeah. one of those... So, they fall into like the kind of the the, the ripping and mincing machine, um, and they ma- they'd obviously managed to get out of that without hitting the things. But then they get stuck in pastry, although it looks kind of like pizza dough. But they get their kind of feet stuck in it, and they almost yeah. get rollered. Uh, but they do then end up physically in a pie where all the veg drops in, and a lid goes on. And and uh, I liked the line, "God, it's getting it, it's getting like an oven in here." <laughs> It is an oven, you dick. Pan out to the oven. Yeah. Um, Rocky gets blinded by gravy, and Ginger's, Ginger gets out, but he he's falling into every pie, and there's like a really quick shot at the end where oh, you can pie. see the pies from the top, and it's yeah. got like a different shape of Rocky in it. So this, this is going to be my only Simpsons reference, but do you hear what he said when he fell into the first one? No. Double. He said... <laughs> Dough, aye. Oh, Do. no, right. I didn't. Yeah, so that was the Simpsons. And it was also in a Simpsons episode, so... so what right was it in the episode about yeah. the... He's making the film, which is uh, Mr... What's his name? Goes to Washington. With Jimmy Stewart, the remake of that. And the dog with the creepy eyes is the... Is the uh, at the end, oh, that dog. It's got the dog. It's got the creepy eyes. Um <laughs> So loads of gravy, which I liked. But why make all those pies? What's the point in making all those pies with nothing in it? So they obviously got those two chickens. Two chickens went in, but about sixty gabillion pies came out. Just full of gravy and vegetables. Yeah, well, I would, I would assume that if you're buying cheap shit, let's say farm foods pies, other other cheap uh, supermarkets are available. Iceland. Um, if you're buying from places like that, I would assume that the meat content in those pies is probably under twenty five percent. Well, I'm going. I'm going to tell you a fact here. When I was a student, oh. and when I was a student, and I got my bursary, I would literally go to Farm Foods every week and buy seven of those pies. <laughs> and I can tell you that they did not have a lot of meat in them. <laughs> so, <laughs> the chicken must have escaped, little bastard. Right. Right. Um, our our mutual friend uh, Tom Barrett, yeah, he he went to university with a lad from Barnsley, and and this lad only lived on he, he lived lived with this lad, and he only lived on, um, f- I believe, frozen oven chips, fray bentos pies, and tins of mushy peas. I every meal. 
I mean, his his ass must have been like a Japanese flag. Uh, I couldn't even I couldn't even afford three bentos. No, but, uh, you see, no, Tom. No, but Tom went to university in in Manchester. <laughs> Posh get. Um, yeah, uh, <laughs> Frey Bentos pies. Um, look up Frey Bentos pies, listeners, if you don't know what they are. Uh, it's uh, the pie that you cook in the tin. Um, so she loses her hat as she's kind of getting out of the, the, the oven. Before it closes, she reaches in and grabs her hat. Real Indiana Jones stuff. Oh, man. yeah. Apparently, there was another Indiana Jones reference within it, but they took it out. All oh, right. Yeah, okay. yeah, apparently Rocky when he went in there, he seen a skeleton, and it's he it said something like, "This is a, a cheap second-hand machine." But that was a reference to Indiana Jones. But they took it out. Another well, fact. They, I would say they chose poorly. Exactly. <laughs> there was actually another uh, twenty minutes worth of unveiling the pie machine as well, and like the oh. original script. Right. And um, apparently, fifty people worked on the design for the pie machine. <laughs> Wow, <laughs> fifty people. <laughs> that <laughs> oh, man, I'd work on the pie machine for free. You realise that, right? <laughs> <laughs> no, you make eat it, plants, and make it fix it or make it. <laughs> uh, I, I ain't promising nothing. Um, yeah, so they take back proof. It's like at the box, isn't it, of Mrs. Tweedy's pies yeah. to the girls. And th- there's, there's a reference a, a little bit earlier on, uh, which is, well, well, why is it Mrs. Tweedy's pies? Uh, because people trust women. And I, I, <laughs> you know, and, and I do, and I 100%, you know, you know, they want, a, they want a friendly, uh, you know, female face and all that kind of thing. But wow, she is not friendly. She is, she's awful. No, I'd she- rather eat, I was going to say I'd rather eat Mr. Tweedy's pie, but there's something wrong there. I think she's actually worse than the Queenie character in Blackadder. Oh, Oh, yeah. (laughs) Hang on, that's who that is. (laughs) Yeah, yeah. Um, It is who that is. Miranda Richardson. Miranda Richardson, yeah. And she's also in Harry Potter. She's Rita Skeeter. Yep. So that yeah, yeah. That, so that's that's three character that's three people from uh, this film that are in Harry Potter. I find um, Timothy Small kind of the most interesting because he's a rat in this one, Nick the Rat. He went on to play Peter Pettigrew, who's an animagus that turns into a rat in Harry Potter. Yeah, he does. <laughs> yeah, very good. He is brilliant in that, by the way. I'm I'm all for um I'm all for character actors. Um but I think he and I don't think there's a lot great about the Harry Potter films. I think there's probably only a couple of them, I think, are really good films, you know, really well-written, smart films. The less we say about J.K. Rowling, the better. She should go in the... She should go in the... Well, yeah, she, <laughs> mutual friend Sophie would not be in that. But she, she should get in the pie machine, as far as I'm concerned. Um, um, yeah, but I, I think he's really interesting, you know, because... He, he, he basically is like half rat when he comes out as the human, yeah. isn't he? Um, yeah, that's quite interesting. Right. Um, this is that this is the bit that you mentioned earlier on, Haley. I don't want to be a pie. I don't like gravy. Uh, <laughs> Rocky nearly comes clean to Ginger. There's a there's kind of a tender moment on the roof. There's a few instances where they nearly kiss. Sorry if somebody else has got this one, but they nearly kiss and 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 they don't kiss. The only time they kiss is, is at the end. And you don't see their beaks touching. Yeah. Um, yeah. For a mixture of things, one based on the animation wouldn't have. They think the animation might have been 
mm-hmm. uh, difficult to do. But secondly, they thought it was a little bit creepy. That's <laughs> that right where we pick at the beach. <laughs> oh. <laughs> I'm here all week, folks. <laughs> try, try the poultry. Uh. <laughs> yeah, I, I got that fact as well. But I also got the one, the roof scene between right. the two of them took five months to animate that one scene alone. <laughs> What? <laughs> it's because there was so much kind of small details in the stage directions. They wanted to get everything perfect, and that's why it took so long. Um, so the next day, they're all excited, and Rocky's gone, um, and he's left a note, and the note from the poster is basically the bottom of the, the poster, and it shows, like, the cannon that he's getting shot out of. And it's heartbreaking, absolutely heartbreaking. They're all fighting amongst themselves, and funnily enough, I, I had looked into the fact partway through the film, but they're fighting against themselves, and who breaks it up but the old rooster? So it just goes to show, I guess my fact kind of was right, that he does break up fights. True. Um, Ginger spots the Air Force badge uh, and talks to, uh, to to the old rooster boy and says, you were in the Air Force. Um, you know, what did you, um, what did you fly? And he says, oh, the crate. I thought, oh, okay, the crate, fantastic. And he goes to show them, and it's a, well, it's a plane, isn't it? It's like a, a B-52 bomber, I would assume. I thought it was a Henderson, but I could be wrong. Well, well, you would know better than I would. I said B-52 because <laughs> I thought it would give me an opportunity to go, I love, love Shaq, Shaq. <laughs> I knew you again in that. So <laughs> Any opportunity. Get you off the path. <laughs> Sign says, stay away, fools. Uh, yeah. Um, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so they decide to build that mac comes up with these great ideas for building um she's fantastic isn't she she and, and i've made a note here she she really is like the hero of the film yeah like yeah. not nothing could could have happened without her you could argue fowler flies the plane at the end but they could have probably have all had to go at it mm-hmm. so Fowler comes in with these huge MC Hammer trousers in this building montage. Sorry, and when they, they, they pull the, cal- the cord, all the nuts and bolts fall out. Yeah. That's, a, um, uh, that's a, a reference to The Great Escape, you know, with all the soil. Yeah, they've got all the soil right. out of the trousers. I think that's yeah. the last one, yeah, yeah. Yeah, uh, <laughs> Rachel spotted that one. Oh, they're, they're getting eggs um, – to help the rats are getting eggs to help and he says timothy small's character says eggs from heaven and phil daniel's character says no they're from her bum <laughs> so <he does>. <laughs> <laughs> it's such a child's thing to say um the machines almost ready they've got a they've, they've got a a gauge that says gravy pressure the idea of gravy pressure gives me a right hard on i'm gonna be honest with you <laughs> <laughs> You're not right, man. <laughs> you love your food, don't you? Oh, I do, mate. Yeah, there's a reason I'm uh, six foot and a hundred tons. <laughs> love about graviality. Graviality. I see. I would love Mortal Kombat a lot more if you killed people with food. At the with end. a graviality, yeah. <laughs> graviality. Um, Oh, Rocky's on a tricycle with the radio on the back, uh, doing the, the doing the song, again. and he sees an advert for Tweedy's pies. And Mrs. Tweedy looks really nice in it. And I don't understand the marketing process though. They, they haven't got a product yet. Yet they've got a yeah. massive billboard. Yeah, but they've also got a chicken's head sticking out a pie. Now, if I seen that, I wouldn't want to buy that pie. I don't want to eat anything with a face. 
No, well, that's that's one of my fair. one of my rules. That's why I go to Pizza Hut all the time. <laughs> so our gingerbread men are no go for you then. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> but he loves gingerbread <laughs> lassies. <laughs> I can't eat them. I'm pretty sure it's classed as cannibalism. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so back at the farm, the machine's fixed and. Mr. Tweedy spots the chickies up to something. Me tools, you thieving little buggers, uh, which I thought was good, which yeah. surely is why this doesn't have a uh, uh, doesn't have a U uh, rating. Uh, the good word buggers bugger. probably isn't. Um, there's another word that Mrs. Tweedy, Mrs. Tweedy calls him a wazzock, which is mm-hmm. a brilliant Northern English word. Yeah, wazzock. Um, apparently, the, whoever the, the DreamWork producer was wanted it dropped because it was a word that wouldn't mean anything to Americans. Um, and, and Nick Park argued, but it's just a fun-sounding word. So it'll mm. mean something to people in the north of England, but it's a fun-sounding word and kids will love it. And, and, and that argument got it kept in. So there's another one to add there. Don't know if anybody had that. Um, it's just a bit of take off on the plane, isn't they? They are about to take off on the plane. And what happens then? They say chalk's away and the chalk is a Toblerone. <laughs> yes, it is. The Toblerone style. No, it's not a Toblerone. It's called uh, Tasty Chalk, but it's basically it a Toblerone. basically a Toblerone. <laughs> yeah, we'll put that there. Um, yeah, it's super. So the planes go in. They, they, they pedal it, right? They have to mm-hmm. pedal. Yeah, pedal power. To get, the, to get the plane to go. Um, it's basically a shed on wings. <laughs> That's exactly what it is. Um, I'm sure I got one of those last time. I flew Ryanair, to be honest. <laughs> And it turns out now that Fowler can't fly. He was just an Air Force mascot. And Ginger just just jeez him on. She's like, come on, you're just going to have to do, do it. it. You can do yeah. it. Who's the mascot um, for, do we know? Well, he would have been for the Air Force, so you well, would assume. Well, it's for the uh, 644 Squadron, which turned out what? A, a real regiment formed in 1944. That's a fact. That you is a that. fact, John. There's two there, actually. You said when the 644 was, was formed. Mm-hmm. So we've got two there. When I did see the Toblerone, I did think about driving to Dundee in my bare feet, uh, which is an Alan Partridge reference, if ever there was one. Oh, it says, um, Ginger says to Mac, can you give us more power? And Mac says, I can't even work miracles, Captain. Oh, <laughs> Given it all she's got. <laughs> and I was like, ah, it's very good. But the amount, there was Star a lot Trek of them at the end, though. There was a lot. Because there was one where they were talking about the Klingon, and there was, there was, there was three totally random Star Trek references at the end there. Yeah, it was it was pretty... Because uh, it, it all, it all comes at once. There's a lot of stuff kind of comes at once, doesn't it? Ginger's organising the ramp, so they've got a ramp to, 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 get, some, uh, to get some height, and Mrs. Tweedy gets her. Uh, but Rocky's back. <laughs> he, he cycles over the fence and into Mrs. Tweedy's face on his trike. Ouch. <laughs> uh, the ramp's up uh, and they're away over the fence. Um, and they're away. That's it. They're, they're, they're gone. Um, yeah. Um, Ginger and Rocky are holding on to some, uh, some Christmas lights, aren't they? Some decorative mm-hmm. Christmas lights. But unfortunately, so is Tweedy. Yep. She does not give up. She's got an axe and she she's she's climbing up. They're firing the eggs at them and the rats are crying. She swings the axe at Ginger and it looks like she's took her head off. Uh but then Ginger moves her head up and she's got the wire. See, she's holding the she's holding the wire, isn't she? Mm-hmm. Uh she drops the wire and Rachel said, I can't believe that chicken was strong enough to hold that woman up. <laughs> it's 
cartoon duck, you know. Uh, <laughs> and she falls into the pie machine. I've put, and she gets gravied, uh, blows it up along with the barn. And <laughs> Mister Mister Tweedy gets the best last line. I told you they was organised. Mister Mister Tweedy's voice made me think of of an absolute national treasure. One of my absolute heroes. Um, in, it's not very often you get to forty and your heroes are still with you, but the wonderful playwright and, and writer Alan Bennett. Um, I always think about Alan Bennett when I think of these type of characters. And Alan Bennett, he, he, for those that, that don't know, he's a playwright. He did History Boys and he did the, the screenplay for The Madness of King George. Uh, he's a fantastic writer, but he, he does his he, he does his diaries, and, and I tend to buy them on CD whenever you can get them because I just love the sound of his his Leeds accent. Uh, and and I and I couldn't help thinking that every time somebody was a bit Yorkshire, though, June fifteenth, whilst walking through Soho today, I saw Mrs. Tweedy of Tweedy's Pies fame. She stumbled out the Groucho Club and into a black cab. It's true what they say: where there's gravy, there's brass. <laughs> October third, upon my return from solitary in Coal House. Bunty asked me what the date was. I told her, October 3rd. <laughs> Bit of a Mean Girls reference there for you. Oh, you love it. You don't love that. <laughs> but uh, I absolutely love them if, 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 you can, um, if you can get any of it on, on, uh, on tape. He has great stories about seeing uh, Sir Alec Guinness, uh, you know, in, in, a, in, in a members club. Um, not that type of members club. <laughs> members club eating his dinner and then heading back home. Saw Sir Alec Guinness. Uh, he was eating steak. Didn't look too clever, uh, you know. And then four months later, was 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 invited to Alec Guinness's uh, funeral. <laughs> you know that kind of thing. It's not. Yeah. Uh, it's not <laughs> so um, that's it. Uh, the chickens now live in some sort of sanctuary with grass under their feet, exactly as we were promised. Yep, um, there are baby chicks who are all being told the story by Fowler, which is a little bit like Grandpa Simpson telling the story of the lemon tree under the uh, under the thing. Uh, and then they banished the lemon tree because it was haunted. <laughs> now let's all celebrate with a nice cool turnip juice. Uh, <laughs> yeah, so there's like baby chicks. And I was kind of like, right, I think I know how babies are made. At 40, but I'm not, I don't have any kids, so I'm not 100%. You've got to have a rooster to make chicks. So Rocky's been really busy, but maybe that pervy old bastard's been busy as well. <laughs> yeah, Fowler's been there. <laughs> yeah, Fowler has been fouling, all right. Hey. Yeah. <laughs> um, and, and that's it. And that's the movie. Or is it? What have uh, you got yeah. to add, people? Yeah, well, there's going to be a second one. Yeah, what have you got to add, people? Well, I've I've got one left. If anybody wants to hear it, so, absolutely, we do. That's the show. The the filmmakers tried and failed to fit in. Uh, why did the chicken cross the road joke? <laughs> that's it. That's, that's that's a fact. Because it didn't. Okay. Get it. They did get <laughs> what came first, though, didn't they? The chicken or the egg? Right oh, at the end. end. Yeah, that's it. The, the, the rats are on a little island, mm-hmm. and they're saying, "Oh, we can have all the eggs we want." And he says, and he says, yeah, okay. Um, all we need is a chicken. No, no. All we need is an egg. No, no. Don't be stupid. We need a chicken first <laughs> to get an egg. No, but we need an egg, and that'll turn it. And it's very, yeah, very good. Um, mm-hmm. I have got animating a second of film means twenty four photographs of the models. Yeah, twenty four frames. Uh, and I know I've sent you both 
the fast show clip. Uh, and then we'll move it just a tiny amount. <laughs> and then we take a photo. Clip. And then we'll move his finger just a tiny amount. Uh, yeah. <laughs> um, they shot 100 seconds of footage per week. Um, and do you know why they all wore scarves? So that they could hide the seams in the plasticine. <laughs> yeah. It's, uh, the plasticine seam of the neck was uh, was there. Yeah, excellent. Also, um, each, each character's eye colour was completely unique to every other character. <laughs> what? And they made over a thousand pairs of eyes for the whole film. <laughs> Man, that's... A thousand pairs of eyes. <laughs> All blinking well, right. at the same time, <laughs> silently. Okay, wow. Do you have anything else, Eddie? Because I'm, I'm, I'm out. I think. Oh, Please really? tell me you've got more. I have got. She's like, I've got I've got 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 she's like, like what's Getting her face ready. <laughs> so. Oh, <my> beer. <laughs> When I was watching the behind the scenes, I noticed that all the skies that you see are hand painted. Like they've not been added like afterwards with like green screen effects. They were all hand painted during production. Um, the original script was written by Nick Park and Peter Lord while they were staying in a bed and breakfast in Wensleydale. Oh, Um I do have one more fact actually that I, I didn't write down, and it was about P- Peter Lord. I I did I discovered from this that Peter Lord was the creator of Morph. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. You remember Morph, John? I remember Morph, but I remember he had such an angry blue guy that just kept That was Chaz. Him. Yeah, he was like a kind of a grey plasticine. He was the colour of plasticine that if you got your white plasticine mixed up with even a tiny bit of another colour, it was Chaz. <laughs> oh. He was like, no, mate. Give us peace. It's the type of people I deal with daily, that, Chaz. Uh, keep them coming, H, if you've got them, mate. Oh, the orchestra for the film included a 15-piece kazoo orchestra. <laughs> oh, wow. Right, well, that, do you know, that makes sense because The Great Escape, is that what played on, on a kazoo? <laughs> yeah, there's some, there's some movie where it's played on a kazoo. The, yeah. Oh, Wow. That's pretty cool. Oh, Any more? The part where Bunty says, when Rocky's left, she says, I don't even think he was American. <laughs> and apparently that's to, like, it refers to the misconception that um, Mel Gibson, everybody thought he was Australian. Yeah, he's, is he born in Hawaii? Something like that, I think, yeah. <laughs> I just thought that was quite a funny line to put in. <laughs> uh, he's an American, not an American. <laughs> well, I'm going to argue that if anybody could be uh, described as that kind of thing, it would be Mel Gibson. Um, he is—he's—he's—he's he's, he's not a nice guy. He's not a nice guy. Although I'm sure, I'm sure him and Jeremy Corbyn would have an, uh, an interesting uh, meeting together, wouldn't they? Yes, yeah. only a wreath once you die, big man. <laughs> okay. Uh, oh, sorry, I've just got to the chickens don't pee page. <laughs> okay. <laughs> yeah, I think we've covered kind of most of the other things that I had on my list, to be honest. Great, fantastic. Um, one, one more for one more. Oh, go on, big man. Jane Horrocks and Julius Well were both in Ab Fab. 
<laughs> that one's tenuous, but I'll have it. Yeah, it. Uh, they were Bubble and Safi. Safi, eh? Yeah, Safi, yeah. Saffron. Um, brilliant. Well, folks, that's pretty good. Um, how how do you think we've done, Hayley, first of all? How many do you think we've got? Mm, so bear in mind, these are unique ones. Yeah. Um, about at least 20, I would say. <laughs> okay. John? <laughs> Do you know what? I'm going to go with Haley's 40, so I'm going to say at least 40, because if we don't get at least 40, she's watched that seven times for nothing. Who <laughs> 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 we got, big man? Who we got? Uh, 49. Ooh. Ooh, that's, 49. That's good. Which I think is just under our record. I'm pretty sure our record is... Um, uh, our record is fifty-four, which was um, which was the Home Alone two, lost in New York. Do you know what? See for it being such a short film, I think that's actually all right. Because to be honest, I was quite surprised at how short it was. I don't know if I was just enjoying it so much, but it's quite a short film. I think it's only like an hour and twenty-four minutes. Yeah, well, yeah, I think. <sighs> Sometimes I like it when a film's mercilessly short, uh, mercifully short rather, especially when I'm watching two films for the show uh, for uh, for two weeks worth of shows in the same day. Yeah, true, true. Um, so yeah, I, I, I really enjoyed watching it again. I certainly yeah, did. Good. Um, Hayley, did you enjoy watching it nineteen thousand times? <laughs> the times you watched it, mate. Yeah, it's one of those films that just doesn't get old. So <laughs> it's, it's just as well, isn't it? Yeah, it's like Hot Fuzz. I could sit and watch that hundreds of times and never get bored of it. Well, well we won't invite some facts you. About Hot Fuzz. <laughs> <laughs> we won't be invited to our Hot Fuzz episode, which has already happened. Yeah, um, uh, let's go uh, back in time. Yeah, absolutely. Um. Fantastic. Well, look, Hayley, thank you so much for joining us and bringing us the lion's share of those facts. Uh, I love the fact you gave us a big fact dump at the end. Uh, that, uh, right. that, I love a good that, dump that, at that, the end. <laughs> <laughs> well, after, 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 after you've scoffed your chicken pies, you want a big fact dump. <laughs> okay. um, it's been pretty gross, this show. <laughs> I mean, yeah. I tend to drag it into the mire at the best of times. It's been pretty gross this time. Um, <laughs> So yeah, thanks so much, Haley, for, for for coming along and, and, and talking to us yeah, um, today. Really do appreciate it. Um, do you do you want to tell us where people at home can find you and and, and what it is you're you're doing? Because I think you've got something new out and about at the moment. Yeah, you can find me mainly on my YouTube channel. That's Fox's Thistle, and um, I've got a Facebook page under the same name and Instagram as well. Um, I've got a new sci-fi audio book coming out on the thirty first of this month december yeah so it's out now 31st of yes uh uh-huh, yeah as you listen to this it's out now we're it recording is, yes it. yes <laughs> the illusion has been broken <laughs> right anywhere else they can find you other than stalking you on facebook not giving your surname to make sure they don't yeah it's really just uh, my page on facebook and my instagram page but youtube's my main place to find me so <laughs> Yeah, give it a like. Um, there's a lot of, of, of different actors on that. I, I, I enjoy your work. Uh, it's good to hear. It's good to hear kind of proper young voices getting out there and, and people not going and smash that like and subscribe button. 
because I get sick of hearing that, although I am about to say, smash that like button on Instagram, share our pages, tell your story. I'm, I'm just surprised that she's not been talking about things like video vans and paraffin, so that's always amazing. <laughs> Yeah, no, 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 no mention of uh, no, no mention of uh, of bonanza this week, which is very disappointing. Uh, uh, weren't there four Indians last year? <laughs> um, yeah, super. It's really. I, I don't know about you, John, but I, I, I feel um, re- refreshed to have somebody young on this yeah, show. Yeah, totally enjoyed somebody that. that totally. Somebody doesn't remember the Falklands. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> what was that? <laughs> I get that sure you see. <laughs> yeah, another pointless war. But no, it's been great. Thanks, Haley. Thank you Fantastic. so much for coming on. Yeah, really appreciate it. Um, so all that's left for me to say is you can find us on Instagram at 100 Things Pod. You can find us on Twitter, 100 Things Film. Just do a little bit of a search. Um, search for us on Facebook. Uh, that's probably where we're most active there on Instagram, uh, 100 Things I Learned from Film. We put clips up of every episode. Uh, we do interact, uh, we share stuff, um, and, and, and we love to hear your facts about films that we haven't seen. If you can, uh, do share us with your pals, get them to listen, even if it's one particular episode. would be great. Uh, we, we love your reviews as well. Tell us a fact in your yeah, review on Facebook, uh, in your review on Apple podcast which is the one that gets us everywhere and we're always looking at how many listeners we've got we're really grateful to have listeners um all over the world uh except at the moment in africa we haven't had a single listen in the continent of africa uh so if you've got an, if you've got a nana in morocco and you think she'd be in uh, learning about chicken pies that'd be really good please recommend us to your recommend us to your uncle fred uh, in chad that would be amazing. <laughs> so we get some likes that way. But yes, all, all that really remains um, is to thank you. Uh, oh, next week's episode, you're going to love, by the way. Uh, we've got more guests. John, what are we talking about next week? I'm desperate to sing it, but I'm not going to sing it, but I'm going to sing do it. it man. It's such a Scottish Jurassic Park thing, isn't it? Uh, Jurassic Park? <laughs> Jurassic Park, yeah. Oh, I can't wait. I'm so excited. Um, so I've been uh, Mark. And I'm being a gentleman and going to let Haley say goodbye first. <laughs> creep. Yeah, thank you for listening. <laughs> yeah, guys, thanks for listening. Uh, yeah, we thank you very much for listening. We have been um, 49 things we've learned from Chicken Run. Bye-bye.